Hey everybody, this is your host, Sophia Nelson, and I took a couple weeks off, but you're going to like today's message. Today's message is titled, Stop Taking Care of Everyone But You. You need to really let this one sink in, because all of us are guilty of this, but particularly moms, particularly wives, particularly women, men are a lot better at putting their needs first than we are, and that's because they've been socialized that way, and so have we. We need to reverse engineer You first, everybody else second, makes you a happier, healthier, wholer human being for everybody in your life, but most of all for you. Take a listen. Have a great week. Good morning and happy self-care Sunday. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and welcome back to the Be The One You Need podcast. I took a week or two off uh, for some rest and respite. I want to always practice what I preach to all of you. I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our Mother's Day uh, guest, Dr. Diana Butler-Bass, she's great. And you really want to check out her message about using your faith um, on social media and how you engage with other human beings and remembering who you say you are and Uh, remembering WWJD, what would Jesus do if if that's something that you are a believer of, whether you're a Christian, a Jewish person of the Jewish faith, or whether you're a Hindu or a Muslim, a Catholic, whatever you are, uh, I think we can all agree that our social media graces are awful, and we all need to do better, and we not we need not allow ourselves to be agitated uh, and get into these fights. God knows I've done it, and it's never productive. Social media has become a very toxic place. I'm going to talk about that a little uh, this morning, but um, I want to talk today about the subtitle of the new book. We are about five, six weeks out from the official launch of Be the One You Need. We have fabulous, fabulous uh, plans from uh, major network television to events to a big kickoff at Politics and Prose in Washington, D.C. at the flagship store, uh, events all around the country. Um, I want to be safe. I want to be COVID safe. I want to be flu safe. So I'm making sure that travel and events uh, will be mindful of how we keep everybody safe as we launch this book, but I'm super excited and I want to focus on the subtitle, which is uh, 21 Life Lessons I Learned Taking Care of Everyone But Me. My message to you today is to stop taking care of everyone but you. Stop. I think, no, I know, every day when I wake up and I turn on the news, or when I scroll through my Twitter feed, the news is frankly halting, it's depressing, it's concerning. There is a lot of anger, there is a lot of division, there is a lot of isolation, there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of exhaustion, there's a lot of overwhelm. And the question I asked myself as I began to write this book over about a year and a half ago um, after reading Oprah's What Happened to You. You guys know I love that book. I began to really ask myself some hard questions like, why do I feel like this? What am I doing? Why am I so on edge? 
Why am I exhausted? What's going on that I'm feeling ways that I've really never felt before? And I began to ask friends and come to find out we're all kind of feeling the same way. And when you begin to feel exhausted, it's a warning sign. It's a big warning sign because it's not just a physical exhaustion from moving, going, doing, you know, you know, remember we are, um, we're human beings, not human doings, not human goings. Uh, and we've forgotten that. I am old enough to remember now as someone in my mid fifties, I remember a time when life was slower. I remember when our family sat down and had dinner every night. I remember that neither one of my parents brought their work home. There were no devices. There was just the phone that hung on the wall in the kitchen and then uh, one in my parents' bedroom and then they let me have a teen line at some point. But our world was slower. We had a rhythm and we don't have that anymore. And it is breaking people. It is breaking lives. It is breaking marriages. It's breaking friendships. It's changed the way we do work. It's changed the way we speak to one another and engage one another. We are very quick to jump on people, to call them out, to cancel them instead of calling them in. This doesn't just happen on social media. It's happening in our places of work. It's happening in our places of worship. It's happening in our marriages, in our families, with our children, uh, with our relatives, families not speaking to one another, people just angry and not talking about it. And what I want to impress upon you today is just a few things. Again, I don't want to reveal the life lessons yet. Uh, We'll do that uh, starting as we lead into the book launch at the end of June. The great news is, is that all of your books, and you should be pre-ordering your copies now uh, so that you get them, because I'm going to do some uh, live book clubs. We're going to do some really fun things. Because this is an important book. Self-care is not just a woman thing, guys. You need it just as much as we do. That's why there's so much anger and violence and upset because men do not deal with their feelings. You are not taught to handle how you feel. You are not taught to uh, ingest good emotional intelligence. You you think that's something that your wives and your the women in your life do. And the women are always whining and complaining and that's not true. You're a human being too. You have feelings. You have uh, uh, emotions. You have everything that we do. The difference is we do talk about them. We do read books. We do start book clubs. And we've got to do a better job at helping our husbands and our sons and our fathers and our brothers to deal with their emotions and to deal with their feelings and to ask for help when they're depressed, when they're feeling down. And so I want to focus again today on uh, taking care of everyone but you, taking care of everyone but you. Now, there's not a person who's listening to me right now who doesn't understand what I'm saying. Because particularly if you're a female, particularly if you're a young mother, young wife, young professional, moving into midlife as the kids grow up and out of the house, if you have children, you might be raising nieces or nephews, you might be raising your grandchildren later in life, whatever it is, You know what I mean when I say taking care of everyone but me, but you. And that needs to change and it needs to change fast because one of the best ways we're going to get out of this upset, exhaustion, anger, isolation, uh, 
mental health vortex is to begin the process of a few things. Number one, admitting to yourself that you're not okay, admitting that you're not where you want to be, admitting that you're not feeling as good as you want to feel, that you don't have the marriage that you want, that you don't have the relationship with your kids that you want, you're not happy in your job, that you want something else. That's number one. The second thing that you're going to have to do is to start to put in boundaries in your life and around your life, not to keep people out, but to keep the wrong people and the wrong things from getting in. I've said this many times. We are energy. We are balls of energy. There are people who I know, who I love, but their energy is difficult for me. I don't like being in the same room with them. I can't be around them a long time. So being mindful of that, if I know I have to connect with them, I put in place I'm only going to do this for a half hour. I'm going to exit. I'm going to have something else to do so that I can move on and protect myself and and get done what I need to get done, but make sure that I'm thinking about me. Because what happens, folks, inevitably is that as we continue to push self down and we make excuses, well, the kids need me. Yes, the kids need you, mom. But what the hell good are you to the kids if you're if you're exhausted, you're tired, you're depressed, you're down? The kids are smart. The kids are sponges. The kids miss nothing, particularly this generation of kids, because they have these devices where they can Google things and they understand so much more than we did when our mothers were exhausted. We didn't know what that looked like when mom was staying in her room all the time. We didn't understand why mom wasn't saying a lot. We didn't understand why dad was angry all the time or came home drinking or whatever dad did in your house. The bottom line is when you're not putting you first, you're robbing your kids of the best you. Let that sink in. When you're not putting you first, you're robbing your spouse of being the best lover, the best friend. When you're not putting you first, you don't have what you could have in your career. You don't have the ability to give what you want to give because it's just not there. You're operating on no fuel, no energy, no sleep, no rest, and none of us can sustain that long term. It begins to do damage, not just to you emotionally, but it does damage to you spiritually. It does damage to you physically. You begin to get sick. I get colds a lot. Now, there are reasons for that. Someone with Addison's disease, I have uh, a childhood disease that I have that has been with me my entire life. That means if you catch a cold, I'm going to get pneumonia. You know, my immune system is not great. Now, I do everything I can to build it up. I try to stay fit and that helps. But stress is like kryptonite to me. It's a bad thing. And so whatever it is in your life that you know will bring you down, will stress you, will upset you, will uh, distress you. You've got to deal with that and put healthy boundaries around it. The next thing that's really important about taking care of everyone but you, and this is the part we don't talk about. Think of the Titanic and think of the iceberg that we all know that Titanic hit on that fateful night in April of 1912. Well, here's the thing. The part of the iceberg they saw was not what sunk Titanic. It was what was submerged beneath, the part they didn't see. Okay? Don't miss this because it's important. If you don't see the part that's below 
with yourself, that resentment that's building against your spouse who, you know, the spouse goes to work every day, you're home with the kids, you're handling everything. And, you know, spouse is out, gets to have lunch with human beings, adults, gets to talk, gets to travel, and you're you're there dealing with everything else every day, and you're doing your best to hold it down. But you had dreams too. You had hopes too. You had a career once too. And all of a sudden, you're not talking about that, but you're angry about it. You're resentful about it. You, you, you are not happy that you're sacrificing so much. And then you don't want to say anything because you don't want to be labeled a bad mom or a bad wife or a bad husband or a bad whatever. You don't want to be a complainer. So you stuff your feelings down and you push them down to such a degree that they literally begin to make you unwell. And that is not a place you want to be. Because at that point, you've lost the connectivity that you want to have with your family, with your children, with your career. And now you're spiraling downward and you're not even being honest with yourself about that. That isn't where you want to be. So I wanted to make the point today again without giving too much of the book away, which I'm going to begin to do. We've got some great memes, videos, uh, a lot of things we're going to share with you starting in June. But as we lean into this, I want to stress in Mental Health Month, of which May is, that you have to put you first. And you've got to get away from this mindset that says, if you do that, you're not being a godly wife or spouse. You're not being a good friend. You're not being a good sibling. You're not being a good grandparent, whatever. That's not true. That's a lie. That's a deception. You have the right to make sure you're okay first. And when you do that, and when you feed yourself, nourish yourself, go to sleep, when you turn the damn devices off, and you should turn them off often, and when you just do old-fashioned movie night, go walk. Spend time reading books on how to heal anything that's still haunting you from your past. Do the work of dealing with your trauma. It will bless you. Don't run. Don't hide. That makes things worse. Be transparent. Be authentic. Be open. Speak your truth. Speak up for yourself. It will bless your relationships because to me, there's nothing more attractive, nothing more desirous for me personally than to be connected, whether it's in uh, a relationship romantically or family or friendship, than authentic people getting together to share their truths, to share their whatever it is they're going through and work through them and to have people you can talk to and who listen to you and who hear you and vice versa. It is the most empowering thing to take your power back. And to say, I'm not living subpar anymore. I want more. I don't want to be there for everyone else and not be there for me. That's all this is, folks. This isn't hard stuff. This isn't rocket scientists. This this is just basic stuff. You got to reverse engineer all the toxic, broken, dysfunctional junk Gen Xers, me, and baby boomers and greatest generation and before were taught. You young people are smarter than us in many ways. And in in other ways, you've gone way too far and you're so quick to cut things off. You're so quick to get angry. You're so quick to demand that because you got offended that there needs to be a consequence and somebody needs to be destroyed. That's really dangerous because what you give out, you are going to get back. I promise you. So the way you treat people is the way you're going to be treated. 
The energy you put out is the energy that's coming back. So you better learn a little grace. You better learn some old fashioned manners and some respect for others the same way you want to be respected. On that part, Gen Y and Z and millennials, you get a big fat F. But the part that you're smarter than us in is that you don't want to work all the time. You want to travel. You you want to see things. You want to explore. You want to wander and wonder. I love that. That is life lesson number, I think it's three or four in the book. And it's one of my favorites. Because if I could go back to my young self and talk to her, I would tell her to do everything different. I would tell her to explore, to live, to run, to jump, and not be so damn serious. And and But that was just the world I grew up in. And if you wanted to be a professional female, a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, you were one of the first. And you had to be twice as good. And you had to never break a rule. You had to never make a mistake because it could be career ending. Different world, not a healthy world. And I'm grateful that you young women and young men today don't have to live like that. But the reality is, if you are taking care of everyone but you, you're failing yourself. You get one life. You get one precious and glorious life. One. You don't get a do-over. So you've got to make sure that you're having some joy and some happiness and some laughter too. If all you are to your family, to your to your friends, to your workplace is this person that everybody dumps on, the person that's the rock that takes care of everybody else, that's not a good way because you know what happens? Let me tell you from firsthand experience. Everybody else will thrive but you. Everybody else will have a life but you. And you'll be the one left at the end alone. And you will have created a lot of happiness and joy and mentored and blessed. But everyone will ignore what you needed. Everyone will forget that you're a person. Everyone will forget that they didn't pour back into you and they didn't give you anything. And you know why? Because people rationalize to themselves. And Dr. Perry talks about this and what happened to you. And it was a real aha moment for me when he talked about being too resilient and being too strong because people naturally gravitate away, away from the very people who helped them and poured into them. And when those people need help, when those people need checking on, they tell themselves, well, they don't need anything. They'll figure it out. That's selfish. It's unkind. It's unchristlike. It's dangerous. And if those are the kind of people you have in your life, you better sit down today and have a hard talk with you about the fact that these aren't your people. And I don't care if you're related to them. I don't care if you're married to them. I don't care. You better do some real coming home to you stuff where you ask yourself, do I have a row of people who love me? Do I have a support system that's going to be there when I'm not okay? And if you don't have that, you better start developing that immediately because all of us must have that. All of us needs care. All of us needs to be put first once in a while. None of us can keep giving, giving, giving because it will break you. It will destroy you. It will make you bitter. It'll make you cold. It robs you of joy. It robs you literally of oxygen to your soul. Don't do it. Stop putting everyone but you first. Reverse that. Put you first. Feed you first. Love you first. Honor you first. And when you do that, 
We all know people who are healthy. We all know people who we love being around because they have great energy. They aren't exhausted. They aren't nasty. They aren't mean. They aren't upset. They're not guarded. They're not walled off. One of the most toxic turnoffs to me is people who are walled off, who are ostriches, who stick their head in the sand and see chaos all around them. Their life's falling down. Their family's ruined. And they just pretend it's not happening. That's not a good way to live. Now, you can live that way. But I don't want people who live that way around me. And I wish again, and I say this to you young people, please figure this out in your 20s and 30s. Don't wait to your 40s and 50s. It's too hard. It's not that you can't change. You can. But if you can get this right out the gate, man, you're going to bless your life. And you're going to bless those connected to your life. So hear me on this. Stop putting everyone first but you. Stop taking care of everyone but you. I'll talk to you guys again next week. Have an amazing week. It's the last week of May, Memorial Day coming up, a holiday weekend. Um, And I'm looking forward to it, the start of summer. I'm really excited about this book and I'm excited about all of you. Thank you to those of you who voted and made us the top in the top 10 of inspirational podcasts. Um, That's a humbling honor. And uh, we're number eight. I plan to move up to number one before all said and done. But thank you. God bless you. And have an amazing week on purpose. Bye-bye now.